0: Buffy gets a spin off, Dolph punishes, and Pam and Jim get hitched this week on 30 2010
1: 30 2010 30 2010 Three decades every show sometimes associated the videos 30 2010 30 2010 Surprises are awaiting if we're going to the 80s and the 90s and 2000s yeah. 30 20
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 302010, the Laser Times pop culture time machine taking you back each week. 30, 20, and 10 years ago, back in the past of movies, TV, news, video games, music, and so very much more. We're in our fourth season, don't get confused, but we're looking at the year 1989, 1999, and 2009. Uh, I don't know when you're listening to this, but this is when we're recording it, so there. Uh, we're covering the week of October fourth through the tenth, and what happened across uh, when your parents divorced, or when your pet died, mm-hmm. or uh, or when
2: you got a new step parent.
0: Yeah, or yeah, when you got, or when you got a new step grandparent. And then they That's gave you a now. new dog. Gave you a new dog.
2: Hey.
1: Yeah, I named this. After,
0: nice. I named this after your new your new granddad. <laughs> what do you call that? Anyway, thirty twenty ten. It's a lovely show. And I had a great time last time and uh, with SNL, mm-hmm. and, I, and there's some, a wonderful SNL memory for me. It's just the highlight for me, and I want everybody to see it, and I okay. can't wait to talk about it. Uh, there's a bunch of other fun movies and television shows to talk about as well. Interesting debuts, especially um, of a certain character. Oh, I, I, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. I'm Chris Antista. Who else is with me?
3: I'm Diana Goodman, and you have what I need, but you say he's just a friend. Ooh. Ooh. You say he's just a friend. Well... Oh, oh,
2: baby! You! It's me, Sarah, and I'm in the mood for love, simply because you're near me.
0: Okay. These both song references? I like it. No one wants to reference the Nobel Peace Prize? This is happening in multiple decades.
2: Mm. Mm -hmm.
0: Fucking Philistines. We'll find out what happened in the world uh, 30, 20, 10 years ago, starting in the year 1989. Talking about the window of October 4th through the 10th. And yes... The Nobel Peace Prize was awarded to Yahoo! Serious. I was just seeing if you were paying attention. There will be a quiz at the end of the show. <laughs> uh, there it, will be a quiz at
2: the end of the <laughs> show, actually. There will be, actually.
0: <laughs> the Dalai Lama. Uh, Ugh. Rigged the Rigged again <laughs> Oh how many is that for him Like four right? Meryl Streep And oh, Nobel Peace Prizes it's
2: basically a Participation trophy
0: Unbelievable It just showed up It's just a lifetime Achievement award <laughs> Nobel Peace Prize
2: <laughs> What are we talking about <laughs>
0: uh, I, I don't know Because I don't I, like. I, it's These are one of those Things I read about But I've never seen A picture from the Actual event Or know how it's done I, Or if there is an event I,
2: I keep picturing Someone getting A giant necklace Me But too. that's the Presidential Medal of Honor. Yeah, it's being awarded by I don't yeah. know
0: somebody from PBS because where else <laughs> yeah. is it going to air?
3: They're putting and... a big necklace on Oprah. Yes. Like that's what I'm picturing <laughs> yeah. in my
0: head. Yeah. But no,
3: that's right. no. They in, the the king invites you to Sweden and you give a speech and I think that you get it's sort of like a giant coin yep. and a bunch oh. of money
0: and a million. I think at least a million dollars.
3: Oh. Yeah. Like
0: literally, literally, you get a million dollars, hmm. uh which might cause some controversy with the person who wins it two decades from now. <laughs> I think he was mm. in office. <laughs> and anyway, uh, movies of 1989, October 4th to the 10th. Once again, I am feel very let down by the horror movies. And if you feel the same way, be a supporter of uh, this show and every other show on the Laser Time Network by uh, joining the Laser Time Patreon, patreoncom Time. We have a brand new season of An Elm Street Nightmare. Where this season, third season, we've already talked about Freddy Krueger. We've already talked about Jason Voorhees. This year, it's all about. Charles, Chucky, Lee Ray, mm. we're going through every Child's Play slash Chucky movie, Ooh, fun. Um, except for the remake, um, throughout the entire halloween season, so go check that out. Price of a cup of coffee, you can help support your friends and get some uh, exclusive stuff, because there are no movies I like here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> There's no horror movies yet. It's right. the beginning of October. Come on, man. Well, that, that's
0: the stupid thing. There's no Child's Play movie this year, but there was last year, and there will be the next year. They release on November mm-hmm. 9th. Okay. What the fuck? Why? 10-9. Why? And, and then we were doing the Freddy Krueger stuff. Why is this movie coming out in February? Yeah. Like <sighs> holy shit. Is there that many horror movies? Like goddamn it. Uh, Wait, but, you
2: said they release on October 9th? Is that what you said?
0: No, November 9th. Oh. November 9th.
2: Disregard. He yeah. said 109. 9
0: Whew. November 9th uh, for uh Chucky for for the first two movies, they both release on November 9th. Weird. And yeah, it's, I I don't God. I don't get it. But uh here we're talking about Tom Selleck, F. Marie Abraham, and uh, Lila Robbins? Let's okay, see.
2: I would marry Tom Selleck, okay. F. Murray Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and you're going to have to murder Lila Robbins. I, guess I I'm so sorry.
2: I don't know who she
0: is. Yeah. <laughs> that should make it easier. It's the rule of the game. <laughs> I don't
3: <laughs> make the rules.
0: <laughs> uh, an innocent man. Let's hear if the trailer... Okay, no, mm.
3: before... I want to set up this trailer okay because this is a pretty simple idea for a movie that Tom Selleck is just some guy as some corrupt cops like accidentally break into thinking that this dude in a big drug bust and they accidentally break into innocent man's house there's your title and the plant drugs on him and send him to prison mm. and I found multiple ads for this like TV ads and VHS ads and each one has way happier narration than a wrongly convicted man going to prison should get
0: oh <laughs> Tom Selleck has that evidence planted on him. <laughs> I
2: feel like his character in Blue Bloods would they, not appreciate this. They got this the wrong now.
0: guy, in a dog's like, oh, and covers up <laughs> his face. <laughs> he fought for his rights. You
4: know I'm innocent!
0: When they sent him to prison. You better get with the
4: program, punk. He fought for his life. I'm talking to you. And now that he's out, yeah! he's fighting for justice. I'm not this, guys.
0: Often things are get a chance to get some justice, huh? Tom Selleck, an innocent man. Riddler.
2: Wow, that mm. looks like a buddy movie almost. It really does. Yeah.
0: <laughs> There's, there was like at least three high fives in it, so I'm, I'm yeah. confused as the tone, whatever this is. I, I, oh, I cannot believe I have not seen this next movie. Because I didn't, it's just weird. No? I live in, live in a world that, well, I didn't know it existed. And I was mm-hmm. reading, this is like when I'm starting to read comics. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. That's what, a, that's what you call bad marketing, I would suppose. <laughs> hey, are you reading The Punisher every week? Uh, did you know there's a movie out starring Dolph Lundgren, Louis Gossett Jr., and Jeroni Krababe? I'm just free <laughs> willing on that pronunciation. Yeah. Uh, uh, feel free to leave uh, something in the comments, Jer- Jer- Jerryon. Uh,
3: <laughs> He's a uh, bad guy from The Fugitive. You know him. Got him. Ah.
0: Got him. But yeah, that, there's a movie about The Punisher from a guy who can barely speak English, playing Frank Castle.
4: If society won't punish the guilty, he will.
0: You see this board
4: here? Every time he kills somebody, I put a red pin. So far, the only thing that I've got to show for...
0: These little calling cards here, and a whole bunch of these. Guys, this, and this looks fantastic, because the mm. Punisher is a character I think Marvel has struggled to deal with, even before the Disney acquisition, because he is a vigilante killer, and that's only become more problematic as we've, as society's gotten worse. Uh,
3: <laughs> uh Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he's always seemed like he was a random guy with a fuck ton of guns mm-hmm. who just liked to mow people down.
0: Yeah, but in the 80s, like, those were our movie heroes. Mm-hmm. We had both, mm-hmm. we had two Chucks, Norris and Bronson, and that's Chuck. pretty much exclusively what they did. Take the law into their own hands and indiscriminately mm-hmm. murder people they thought were endangering their family or their country. And Frank Castle did just that. And the Netflix series was interesting. I believe mm-hmm. the last time I saw Punisher in a comic book, he was Ghost Rider in space. Mm-hmm. And he had gone back in time cool. to kill baby Thanos, but he was still too strong, so he had to go on adventures with baby Thanos.
2: Wait, is Ghost Rider, isn't that a dif- a separate yes. character?
0: Well, it's been multiple different people. Oh, ah, okay. It's been Johnny Blaze, and it, ah. it, we've had different Ghost Riders, and Frank mm-hmm. Castle was elected as a different Ghost Rider, I think, to be a steward of Galactus, because, like... What do you okay. do with the Punisher in 2019? It's—I swear—the Netflix show is valiant because mm-hmm. uh, it's mm-hmm. a guy fighting corruption in his neighborhood through a lot of guns and killing mostly gang members. But I think even when people like watch Batman now, like you just broke the back of a marijuana dealer—that like, <laughs> that might have been a little much. Yeah, maybe you should have to answer for maybe that.
2: be an overreaction.
0: And so, so like I believe it's the first in uh, maybe last. Uh, well, except for Deadpool, R rated Marvel film mm. uh, mm-hmm. for, with the Tom Jane version. I have to imagine this is rated R because, like, you get to see in this trailer, he mows a ton of people uh, down point time. blank. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So the Punisher, I don't know how to adapt that without being rated R. I'm a little interested in this now, more so than I've been in years because, mm-hmm. like, when I have just, it was unobtainable when I found out what, it existed in the 90s. And here we are talking about it. I've had, I've had all this time. But, uh,
3: yeah. Well, does it make you feel better to know this is a Roger Corman joint?
0: Yes. Ah, Yes, it does. Tells
3: you the the level of quality we might be dealing with. It could be quite surprising. It could be terrible. I also
0: like that we're talking about the level of, out of his depth, Stan Lee was in getting his movies made. Because he tended to... (laughs) Yeah, I guess Roger I gave Roger Spider Man and Fantastic Four <laughs> and uh, The Punisher. Oh, I gave him everybody. So Roger's gonna make all my movies. And he sort of did for a little while. And uh miss you Roger Corman, even though he's not dead. But we're recording this in advance, so he might be. It's very old.
2: No, I mean there's always a mm-hmm. chance.
0: I don't want to jinx it, but uh sometimes that shit happens. Um, especially when you record you record a podcast and but I've not seen this. Have you seen this, Diana? The next movie? Yeah.
3: Sure. Oh the Punisher.
0: Or oh, I I've seen neither one.
3: I've never seen the 89 Punisher. Mm-hmm. Um you know, it has a pretty terrible reputation, but I'm willing to bet especially for nostalgia's sake or just to watch the evolution of how do you film this character? Mm. It could be pretty fun time capsule. I have seen the next movie. Um you're going to hate it.
0: Henry V. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, name. you haven't seen Henry's 1 through 4, No. so it's you're gonna, hard yeah, to never gonna get that. It's hard to follow. You're oh. going to miss the team-up aspects. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so uh, hi! We now have Kenneth Branagh, everybody. Oh, Kenneth is- Branagh's oh. been introduced to the world. Okay. This is it. This is coming Yay. out party. Good for him.
0: Is it? Really?
3: Oh, yes. This this is him making a huge-ass splash by doing a big, faithful question mark adaptation of Henry V mm-hmm. with you know, taking it out into the field, there's actual horses and fighting and it's it's a solid adaptation. What what do you want? I mean, there's a bunch of different ways to adapt Shakespeare. You do it straight, you modernize it.
0: You put in rocks and it, guns. That's that's the only way I've liked yeah. it.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or you, you know, might hyper-stylize it in some other direction, or like now it takes place in the old west or something like that. And this just, this is just straight ahead of it, and it's fun that this is hitting thirty right at the same time. We're getting another Henry V. We are with the Timothy Chalamet. Yep. Oh, oh shit!
0: I wonder what that kid right. was doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't yep. seen it's, him since he ate a just peach called, full like, of cum. The king
3: or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's just it's it's the Henry ad again. We're just doing Henry V again, everybody. Yep, this is a good one. I'm sure a lot of people have to watch it. In school, because you know they're actually they're using the text and all that, which they sort of try to hide in the ad.
0: Really, I can I can see why. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, so they might also hide uh, the voices of Emma Thompson, Christian Bale, Judy Dench, Ian Holm, uh, Derek Jacoby, Paul Schofield, and of course Kenneth Branagh.
4: It was one of history's greatest adventures, led by a soldier who wouldn't retreat
1: once more.
4: A lover who wouldn't give up
3: is it possible that i should love the enemy of france but
4: in loving me you should love the friend of france a leader who upheld justice for when lenity and cruelty play for a kingdom the gentler gamester
0: the soonest winner, God, Diana? I feel like if we were dating, I'd get in a fight with you right now. I don't want to watch this. Why do we have to, have to watch what you want? God damn it.
3: Oh God! What? Well, it's fine. It's a. It's 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 tough to say. Even if this is the best version of Henry V, because you know Olivier did it, but uh, this is the more realistic one. That one is more stylized. Well, yeah,
0: if I've good. never said it, this may surprise you, but I've read yeah. most of Shakespeare's work, mm. uh-huh. which mm. I really have, and I <laughs> and I've seen Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet, and I think it's one of the worst things I've ever seen in my entire life. Huh.
3: I love Kenneth Branagh's It's
0: antlet. There are reasons when people adapt that they cut certain things out. There are things this in the play for true. a reason. And he left everything in. And Jack Lemon as a guard is the most ridiculous piece I know. Piece I
3: know. You can get over that. Yeah. There's reasons they cut scenes because there's like a couple times you have basically two versions of the same scene repeating. Mm. Mm. Like the, yeah, like the special edition of them. Star
0: Wars That's if fine. I may bring mm-hmm. back in our audience. Sure. And-
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah so yeah,
3: this one it's it's not it's more streamlined it's not one of those like i'm literally going to do all four and a half hours it's like nope breezes by pretty fast everyone's really good in it we got baby christian bale that's fun yeah turn the fifth it's good
0: love baby christian bale me? big empire of the sun fan Um mm. uh, yeah. m- moving on into television uh 1989 tv mm-hmm. talking october 4th through the 10th sorry i was struggling for my words there and on the 4th we have the final episode of American dancing. Dance Tan. ending a thirty-seven year oh, yeah. ending a I would call ending a started thirty-seven in... year run of television's infancy. Like this show was just people <laughs> dancing to music that was charting.
2: Yeah, it started in nineteen fifty-two. <laughs> I mean, everyone wow. re- most likely remembers the host as being Dick Clark. Penis Clark. Uh, mm-hmm. Sure, mm-hmm. Um, but this last year of it. In 89, it was hosted by David Hirsch, I believe a stand-up comedian, Mm. probably, is 89.
0: (laughs) Judd Hirsch, yeah. That I I would, no, sorry. Don't have a joke here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Just a funny name. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's kind of the end of an era that nobody probably really cared about at this point. I mean Dick Clark was already gone and most of the people who grew up watching American Bandstand were probably grandparents at this point and didn't care about yeah, the music I, that they're playing in 89. I
0: think it at this point I vaguely remember it cuz it had a time slot that like I'd always heard about it but mm-hmm. then like it plays it like Sunday at 2:30 mm. so like no one's really going to fuck mm. with it for like 5 years yeah. until it gets expensive.
2: The last episode featured yeah. performances by The Cover Girls. Okay.
0: okay. Okay. Maybe it's Maybelline. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. No, this is this is what one of those things that MTV killed,
0: you okay. know. And then
3: they picked him up. They would have their own dance shows and stuff. But so it was. I'm just Eric just Neeson like,
0: This is the grind year. from Club La Vila. Show some love. <laughs> crotch chop, crap,
3: <crotch>, exactly. chop. Exactly. <laughs> it's just yeah, attractive people doing current dances to current hits. There you go. Mm. Yeah. Yep, MTV murdered this.
0: Boo. Let's and bring it back. It, before they murdered MTV, and this this is the thing I was so excited to talk about. On the seventh, uh-huh. on SNL, Rick Moranis hosts SNL with musical guest Ricky Lee Jones. I don't know who that is, uh, but but okay. Rick Rick Moranis. I didn't know this because we've had this discussion on previous shows. But Diana grew up in a market that had SCTV. I didn't, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like I didn't. Rick Moranis strikes me as the oddest le- one of the oddest leading men we've ever had because mm-hmm. he's yes. just always a nerdy dude with glasses. Yeah, and that. But on SCTV, he is godlike. He is a <laughs> master of impressions and characters. I have, it's astonishing wow. to look at. He's a perfect fit for to to do SNL, mm-hmm. and this is a really really fun episode. And it also is a rare instance of the host doing the cold open. Oh, and yeah. I didn't I didn't know this. I had to look into this. Apparently, comedian Jackie Mason, who you might know from Caddyshack 2, you youngins, <laughs> or uh, as Krusty's dad on The Simpsons. <laughs> I have no son, yeah. but he had. I think made a vaguely Yiddish yet racist remark uh, to Mayor David Dinkins in New York uh, about oh. him. And yeah. so Rick Moranis appears as Jackie Mason in the cold open doing a fantastic impression, which I, like, I don't know if you, if you grew up with Honey, and Shrink the Kids and fucking Ghostbusters or Little Giants and other Rick Moranis horse shit. You may not have known he's fucking excellent in impressions. I've never Mm -hmm. heard anybody do a George Carlin impression. Mm -hmm. His is perfect. Wow. Uh, But he's doing a Jackie Mason, another great comedian. Mm -hmm. I've never heard anybody do a Jackie Mason impression, and it's perfect. (laughs)
1: Ladies
4: and gentlemen, Jackie Mason. Thank you,
1: thank you,
4: thank you very much. Thank you. I would like to apologize for all the nasty things I said about this (laughs) verkackte Schwarze with a mustache tinkets. But I also said a lot of nasty things about Katz, and I'm going to say a lot of nasty things about this J. Edgar Hoover, Italian Giuliani, who looks like he combs his hair from somewhere down on his neck across the top of his head to cover
0: up. I don't know what. Maybe it's a tattoo. But like I, just, I love that because oh when SNL gets a person like this who's already like, oh, you already have the chops to do all yeah. this, and they give him the yeah. cold open. And he does what I consider the best monologue. Mm-hmm. That's air quotes that only, only the host can see of all time. Ladies and gentlemen Rick Moranis And he comes out And he's just In his glasses And his baggy shirt Tucked into his Pleated fucking khakis mm-hmm. And he's dancing <laughs> And he grabs G-, G. Smith Puts his guitar on him And he starts literally Playing the guitar And he walks over To the saxophone And starts blowing Into the saxophone While playing the guitar And then he throws it all <laughs> off And then he runs over To the camera And gets in the camera seat And raises the camera up And starts filming the camera Then he runs Into the control And he's dancing All around the studio This whole time He runs into the control- Control room, and he starts doing like star wipes across the, the whole thing. He runs into the wardrobe and starts ironing pants. This is all one sissane thing, and says oh nothing. And then he runs into a delivery room and delivers a live baby, <laughs> and, then, and, and, then, and then just comes out on stage out of breath, like we got a great show for you, and that's it.
2: That is so fun, and I oh it, like it's, if I you, love that.
0: I had to describe it because it's impossible to play a sound from. But if you've never seen it, it's like I don't know. I don't know if people are aware of the wonder of Rick Moranis because he's to me he's one of the most fascinating entertainers because he like said he was done yeah. and he was done and he's, he never came back
2: he's definitely one of our more enigmatic mm-hmm. entertainers for sure yeah. because there are you know it's just I respect him for saying I've had enough I need to go take care my of my wife family died. I want to take care yeah, of my exactly. two boys and... I love that and I totally respect it but who knows what we could have had if I, he had stayed in
0: I write but him then a, also... a letter every week hey man they grown. <laughs> like, why, why don't you come back? I don't care about your bluegrass album.
2: But you know, I mean, there's always a chance that he could have come out with some stuff that we hated, and then we wouldn't be talking about him. So glowing. No, like, I, so.
0: I think his last couple mm-hmm. movies were like I was ready to see Rick Moranis go away, but mm-hmm. like Little Giants. Yeah, well, stuff like that. Yeah, like stuff like. But he was he, again the odd, a five foot two, mm-hmm. nerdy looking leading man. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but he—that's what he was. But but if you don't know his sketch comedy roots. It's something worth looking into. Mm. He is powerful. Hell yeah. Powerful Rick Moranis. And uh, moving on to... No, nothing. No games uh, this week. But Mm. we do have music of 1989. Uh, Can't Fight Fate by Taylor Dane is out this week. U-A-I-O-E by KMFDM can't believe I said that right is out this week Hats by nice Blue Nile <laughs> uh, that's after three whiskeys uh, Book of Days <laughs> by the Psychedelic First Kylie Minogue's second album uh, Enjoy Yourself Automatic by Jesus The Jesus and Mary Chain The Iceberg by Ice-T and The Biz Never Sleeps by Biz Marquis but number one this week is uh, Miss You wow Miss You Much oh, by love it Janet Jackson. Here comes
3: the domination of Rhythm Nation as an album.
0: I really miss you much, and we will miss you much during this tiny, tiny break. So, but (laughs) please stay right there because we have a lot to tell you about
1: in 1999.
3: 30 2010, we look at the past, and frankly, a lot of the stuff in the past was just bad. Bad ideas everywhere. Hey, let's get the cast of Saved by the Bell to promote a new fall TV season by visiting Smart Village. Yeah, that's that's bad. Or saying the internet is a fad, or oh the wealth of communication and knowledge on the internet will stop fake news from spreading. I don't like to wallow in the bad news of the past because you know things get better. And another podcast that looks at bad takes from the past is Pessimist Archive, where they talk about the fears people had in the past about new ideas and inventions. So did you know that the British resisted the umbrella because it seems so un-British? It's very effete to daintily have this thing over your head so you don't get soaking wet. And I don't know, maybe it's because umbrella is an Italian word and Italian is just too exotic. I don't know. Or, you know, comic books would literally drive young brains insane. Or women riding bicycles was ungodly and inspired by Satan. And that would destroy the fabric of society because bicycle speeds would destroy their wombs. And then we'd have no civilization whatsoever because women be riding bicycles. The host of Pessimus Archive is Jason Pfeiffer, and he looks at these bad takes from the past and more. He's the editor of Entrepreneur Magazine, so you kind of see why have a little bit of an interest in getting people to embrace the new, but new is not always bad. New is usually a bit better. And that's something we've learned from 302010 is that history definitely repeats itself. So the fears that we had about things in the past are often the same fears that we have about new things right now. Bad takes, they're forever. So check out Pessimus Archive on your podcasting machine or wherever fine podcasts are sold.
0: Okay, you promise this is 1999?
3: I promise this is 1999 and that it's Dolly Parton.
0: Yeah, playing Traveling Prayer off the the grass is blue.
3: Dolly can do anything. That's a Billy Joel song. Oh, is it? (laughs) Oh. Dolly Parton can turn it into a bluegrass jam. Yes. Have you heard her cover of
2: uh, Shine by Collective Soul?
0: No. It's so good. Does it sound like this?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes. <laughs> she does a little bit of that.
0: <laughs> it's
3: <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I so she I, turns into, into a gospel. God, I've heard her way to heaven. It's Ooh. great too.
0: I, I saw her live once, and I always Me say it, it was the most diverse group of people I've ever seen in my life. I thought I was I was literally on the Google campus, mm-hmm. and I thought it would be all Hicks, and it was just I I've been to a lot of shows, and I've never... There are so many different kinds of people who apparently love this woman, oh, and awesome. not only did she play yakity sax on a saxophone backwards, while spinning it backwards. No, she's she played it the regular way while spinning frontwards. She's like, watch y'all, I'm going to do it backwards. She's 72, by the way, and this is after playing the <laughs> after playing the piano and the guitar, and then she's like, I'm going to do some covers of my songs. A lot of people have covered my songs, like Whitney Houston, and I liked her... I liked her, she forgot one verse so i'm gonna cover it like her but i'm gonna put in the verse that they cut out of the bodyguard song and she's like in nora jones i love nora jones she did a cover of my song and i think it's better than mine so i'm gonna do her version of my song And like what the fuck is Damn. happening what the fuck is happening right here i'm so confused yeah uh but yeah Dolly, she's
3: uh, I, kind of the best person and once she dies i think is when armageddon begins because there'll be no good people left yeah. Well, she also has.
2: I feel like I bring this up every time we talk about Dolly Parton, but she has the Imagination Library, mm-hmm. which is a program yep. that you can sign your kid up for. And I believe, is it every month mm-hmm. from when they are zero to five years old, she will send you a free book? What? For your kid. Yep.
3: And they've given out like a billion books. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Kind of an amazing lady, yes. Yeah. Uh, but she has got an album out in 1999. But so does Paul, Paul McCartney with Run Devil Run. Bet, <laughs> bet you don't know a song off this and As well as S Club by S Club 7. Uh, I believe, I remember I was watching Pee Wee's Playhouse and Bobby's World on the ABC Family Channel. And they were promoting this very heavily because mm. they were releasing an album and getting their own show at the same time. Like, wow, they must be very
2: talented
0: <laughs> to do all that at the same time. Holy shit. Muse's debut. I love Ooh, Muse. Oh,
2: yay. Uh, yeah.
0: Showbiz uh, Breakdown by Melissa Etheridge. Distance to Hear by Live. More uh, Betterness by No Use for a Name. Nightlife by the Pet Shop Boys. Hours by David Bowie. His uh, first major label album uh, available for download because David Bowie was ahead of his time on the interwebs. Mm. Uh even played an internet, internet villain. I think he did his own interactive world, Bowie world. Uh, on, like we talked about it on the a, on a VGA. Mm-hmm. David Bowie was always kind of like keeping up on what was new. Uh, that That is 1999. That's a very early time to have a fucking download out. I think that's, pre, that's, that's pre- yeah. way pre-iTunes. People
2: are like, what do I play it on?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's this.
2: <laughs> do I have to sit on my computer to listen to this? There's
0: this thing called RealPlayer that you play. <laughs> <laughs> do you have RealPlayer yep. installed? And the update? Yeah,
3: actually... Speaking of uh, last week, I actually found an article talking about the Three Kings soundtrack, saying you're going to be able to order it on the internet. No, wow. <laughs> that
0: was that yeah. was one of uh, three movies I ordered for the first time on Amazon: mm. uh, Fight Club, okay. Dogma, and uh, Three Kings. Wow. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that feels right.
0: Yep, uh, and I remember I ordered them like like months in advance because I didn't know how it worked. Uh, I ordered them at the same time And they came out throughout the year <laughs> uh, oh, You pre-ordered them I did, I, did, oh, wow. I didn't know how it worked yeah. uh, And uh, Double Jeopardy uh, Is still number one at the box office As we move into the movies of 1999 uh, October 4th through the 10th Yick, uh, Sheryl Crow, Dennis Haysbert Dwight Yoakam, Mercedes Rule Brian Cox, Gene Garofalo and Owen Wilson In The Minus Man I've never done anything violent to anybody just the minimum that was necessary.
3: So what brings you down this way? My dad was sick and I was taking care of him mostly. After he passed on, I didn't have any reason to stay any longer.
0: I never make a plan. It just happens. Are you in a good mood? Yeah, I'm happy. Everybody's, though, happy on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> can only be described as a bizarre incident.
3: Police are now treating the case as a homicide.
0: So you know, I think Owen Wilson is a serial killer.
3: I guess yep. so.
0: Yeah. Uh, if I remember this movie correctly, I get it confused with Clay Pigeons. Uh, but uh... yeah,
3: well, because they both have Jenny Garofalo, yeah. and they're both about serial killing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Why is now this,
3: Crow it's in a this? strange thing. Uh, she's a victim. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Owen Wilson is a pretty affable guy who just really likes killing people, mm. just calmly poisoning them. Mm. So they're not going to suffer or anything, and it's like it got really surprisingly good reviews you know it's got some real tension to it but i just it's it's just owen wilson like i can't not see him as owen wilson back then you could oh wow are you about a
0: size 14 oh Oh. it puts the lotion in the (laughs) (laughs) basket yeah that's wild i killed him i'm gonna use your back as a lampshade it's gonna be great You know, okay, never mind. Uh, and then, uh, uh, then we have Leslie uh, and Warren and Pete, Peter. Fonda- man,
3: Soderbergh mm-hmm. has been over every episode those last couple of weeks, man.
0: Yeah, and even on bonus time this week, I talked to Lizzie about a movie I've never heard anyone else in the world talk about. Unsane. Mm. a good time to watch that for Halloween. Oh yeah,
2: Sam watched that and he loved it. It was
0: it's it's something I've never stopped thinking about. It's yeah. fucking really well done. Yeah. But yeah, it, and we brought up this movie. On a laser them episode That uh, you kind of pushed Sarah Which mm-hmm. was DVD commentaries mm-hmm. And this was notable mm-hmm. For Steven Soderbergh Like Confronting his writer And like This was It's not your fault I'm the director But this was bad writing mm. Like <laughs> Confronting him on the commentary For yeah. this film And it's The Limey Sorry, Terrence Stamp Peter Fonda the one My name's Wilson to... You wrote
4: me About my daughter
1: they call
4: me the seeker. This bloke she was bunked up with.
1: Terry Valentine.
4: What's he gotta say for himself?
1: You tell him! Get to get what I'm after. You tell him I'm coming! The day I die.
4: Tell him I'm coming! Jenny never told you about her dad. What dad?
0: Cut off her coming. Uh Limey, ladies and gentlemen. Uh Being die.
2: Angry
3: I- Dad.
0: I have not seen this. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. it looks
2: fantastic. It's
3: really good. It's very. It feels very stripped down and low budget, and it's mostly just Terrence stamp Terrence stamping it up. Mm. It's kind of. It's a lot like Get Carter in a lot of ways. I in that it's fucking top. love. Get no.
0: Carter. God damn. Yeah,
3: it's it's basically about a one man wrecking crew. Mm. He's a human tornado who is going to find out what happened to his daughter and Peter Fonda knows something is probably responsible and he's just going to tear through anyone who gets in his way R.I.P. peter like an
0: old john wick (laughs) yeah yeah
3: that's you know what yeah if i that's a good way to put it if i had to if i had to sell this kind of movie the limey get carter yes it's like imagine old john wick Hmm. and terrence Stamp is really cool and right around this time i saw him in an indian restaurant in vancouver and that was pretty neat too that's fun (laughs) anyway um yeah i really like this movie it's did you, did you just... tell him to
0: kneel before your butter chicken? <laughs> 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 Sorry. I don't know what that means. <laughs> you
3: will kneel before my tikka masala. Uh,
0: and uh, one oh, yeah, of the worst uh, titles. No, of- the
3: Limey, like I said, I, I, we've hit so many Soderbergh movies, I don't think we've hit a bad one yet. Yeah. Yeah. There's only a couple that I'm like, eh not so great, but what we had sexualized a videotape here, the informant, right. like in the last two weeks. Yeah. Now we got the limey. We just talked about out of sight and how that mm-hmm. got George Clooney, three Kings mm-hmm. out of sight is fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The man's on a damn roll. And yeah. yeah, I like this movie a lot and I still have not heard this commentary, but to hear an, a writer and a director argue yeah. for two hours, it's like, it has its own cult status as mm-hmm. being like mm-hmm. the only commentary, like you'll hear people will snipe and disagree, but they, they, they don't fight, and this one, like, they spend the whole movie arguing things out and like we, getting to a better place.
0: We found one. It's at the end of the episode, and it's from a horror movie. I completely forget, but it is a producer oh, and yeah. director fucking screaming at each yes. other, and you can hear him run, walk out of the room, and slam Someone the door.
2: Storms out. Yeah, you know what? Whoa. Fuck you. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. <laughs>
0: don't make fun. Oh, you didn't man. give me enough money for this scene. Yeah. You can't complain about how it fucking looks. Uh, it's it's super uncomfortable. It's
3: awesome. <laughs> I oh, uh,
0: can't wait But what I'm saying Every time I mention this Is listen to laser time mm-hmm. So do that uh, uh, Anyway Random Hearts One of the worst titles I've ever heard In my entire life yeah. uh, Bonnie Hunt yeah. Sidney Pollock, Charles S. Dutton Rock uh, Kristen uh, Stock Thomas And Harrison Ford Random Hearts The
4: aircraft involved Was at 737 My wife was on that plane But
0: your husband was on My wife was on that plane We <laughs> were sitting together
2: Get off this plane. (laughs)
0: Wife. You can find this catchphrase.
1: It's in the newspapers. What's the last thing about your husband that you know is true? There's
0: gotta be something, some sign.
2: I don't trust this any more than you do.
0: Random Hearts, rated R what the fuck is this movie about? It looks like it might be more interesting than the title leads on. Yeah. Mm.
3: No, they make it look more like a thriller than it is really. It's a romance about, yeah, Mm. Harrison Ford and Christian Scott Thomas's spouses were cheating on them Mm -hmm. and then they die in a plane crash and then they meet up and they deal with their feelings and they fall in love. Harrison Ford has an earring. That's all anyone ever mentioned about this damn movie.
0: And will forever after, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
3: That's Please. all anyone could look at.
2: Like, oh, why, Harrison? What are you doing? Please tell me that Bonnie no. Hunt is not the cheating wife and
3: instead the comic relief friend. I believe she's the sassy friend. Yep. Yay.
0: <laughs> I love Bonnie all Hunt. All is right with the yeah. world. Yeah. Ugh.
3: Deeply forgettable. Nobody cares. It's Sidney Pollack, and I love Sidney Pollack, but no one cares about this movie, Sidney.
0: mm and and as Nobody a big else. SNL fan, I don't care about this movie. No,
3: uh, I don't care about this movie at all. I kind of want to just leave and let you talk about Superstar. No, don't do that. I want to talk f- about it. I,
0: like there's this is a really weird period where they were making an SNL movie every year, which yeah. a previous version of me couldn't be more happy about. Mm-hmm. I I could talk about that because the the best model for the SNL movie. Are you ready for this? Yes, going to blow your mm-hmm. minds. I'm ready for this Coneheads.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Not that it's Coneheads, but Coneheads mm-hmm. is a movie. With almost every cast member who's in the cast of SNL playing a different character for a little bit in the movie, yeah, Chris Farley, I think it's one of his greatest roles for real. Like it shows that he can he can kind of seriously act. He's the he's the main new SNL character, but Kevin Nealon, David Spade, uh, Adam Sandler's in it for like ten seconds. Yeah. Like uh, that's how you should you should make a movie that's like an SNL sketch, and yeah. that's what Coneheads is like. You don't need to make it out of out of your popular character especially when they're kind of like mary catherine gallagher is at least more nuanced than both the what do you call them the night of the roxbury Roxbury guys and the ladies man Mm -hmm. the ladies man is oddly the better movie of all of them except for Mm -hmm. mcgruber that movie's actually really great but that's because they don't they don't stick to anything involving the sketches but uh I do love Mary Catherine Gallagher. I do love Molly Shannon. I do love Will Ferrell and Harlan Williams and maybe Elaine Hendricks and Tom Green. And I love Mark McKinney. And I think most people forget he had a four-year stint on SNL and was just in a bunch of SNL stuff. Totally forgot about that. uh, After Kids in the Hall. But Superstar.
4: What are you doing with your hands? Sometimes when I get nervous, I stick my fingers under my arms and
2: I smell like that.
4: Superstar.
2: I wouldn't say superstar anymore because some people might say that you super suck.
4: The story of a nobody.
2: (coughs) Don't listen to the names that people call you. If you believe in yourself, then nobody can hurt you. You are your own rainbow. Wow. That's really insightful.
4: Who dreamed of being somebody.
0: Nice moves. (laughs) May I have... (laughs) this dance i can't take this mm. I, I i don't know
3: uh... no i don't nope. like this look i just i don't i don't care for molly shannon what? um what? she annoys oh. the living this out of me what about what Hot american I summer really, I, that's probably the only time i liked her mm. honestly um i i can't stand so much of her shtick which is just i am really annoying mm. I hmm. I don't know how annoying I am. That's her character. That's I, her character over and over and over on SNL. You back just described in the day. every SNL character it. though. That's true. <laughs> it's kind of. No, true. all the bad ones. I just described the Rob Schneider ones. Uh, the dark years.
0: Uh, Diana making insults. <laughs> Burning bridges <laughs> to SNL Shane McGillis style. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah. I just can't with this because what's the joke? She's awkward. <laughs> Look, That's it. it. And She falls down sort of badly.
0: Well, I think it was the lady Fuck version. This. It was a lady version of the Matt Foley sketch. It, it became that because she would awkward. She would like weird everybody out and then fall down and break something into the sketch. Yeah,
2: but it was also gross with the was armpit it? thing, yeah. and then also everyone talked about her like make. Doesn't she make out with a tree at some point? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. People were watching this. You're
0: a bunch. forgetting if you're a young man, she shows her underwear a lot, and that's it's pretty cool to be turned on by SNL. <laughs> uh, sorry, those discussions took place about watching these Molly Shannon sketches. Mm. It's she's not an unattractive <sighs> lady. Uh
2: yeah. This people were. Know crazy about this in my high school and I never got it and it was one of those movies that made me feel like what am I missing here am I missing something
0: can't believe this is I the movie we're don't turning against like this
2: <laughs> <laughs> i wish they had made a whole movie of her uh talk show character who's 50 50, years, 50 old. years old
0: right molly shannon is good yeah yeah
2: I like Molly no. Shannon. I have no truck with her, but I do not like this character Ooh. or this movie. I'm
0: going to write down people I have truck with. <laughs> 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 uh, I on
3: have th- nothing against her personally.
0: Yeah. I, I That's well, all I
3: have to say. This is the and only- I, hey, Bruce McCulloch directed this, so we got some kids in the hall all getting paid. He, That's nice. He did. And the
0: only other movie I remember her being figuring prominently into is a movie I don't remember anybody talking about, which was Dog Park, which is, has a bunch of kids in the hall oh. SNL oh. people, and SNL people in It stars Luke Wilson and her, I think. Dog Park. No one's ever, yeah, no one's ever talked about it. It's great. The okay. movie ends with a couple breaking up and figuring out they're better off alone. Um, awesome. Yeah. More um, maybe should um, end
2: like that. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, speaking of forgotten 90s minutiae, oh. this segment will be full of it. Oh, this. Uh, we have uh, on the 5th of October on television, Shasta McNasty debuts <laughs> featuring a man I cannot stop calling Jerry Busey, but his name is actually Jake. Jake Busey. <laughs> Carmine Giovanni, Dale uh, Godboldo. I'm wow. sure I'm missing some, some pronunciation nuance in there. And Jolie Jenkins, Shasta McNasty.
4: They say you can't say that.
0: So you're on a phone right now? Well,
4: Shasta McNasty is saying that. So you want a brookish? You share my sister? Uh-huh. People say don't do that. Give them breast implants. We say do the McNasty. Shasta McNasty. Shasta McNasty. The WWF's Big Show and Sydney Margolis guest star on the series premiere. You want to play in her sandbox? You're gonna trade in that little digger for a steam shovel, baby. A full hour, beginning seven central, UPM Tuesday. A full
2: hour,
1: a <laughs> full <laughs> my hour.
3: God.
2: this gave me a stomach ache. Like it made me ill <laughs> looking at it. It's so bad, and it's not just because like it, you know, like oh, it's you know. The humor is crude and, like, you know, not great. He threw it's, a
0: into a fan. It's
2: because it looks bad. Like, it gave me a stomachache because it It It's shot like a mad gross. TV sketch. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. Visual. I don't know. Who watched this?
0: I, I don't know. I, I remember it was, just, it was just kind of a punchline for, like, the three years surrounding its oh, release. Yeah. Uh, oh. because it has, but I think that was only because it had a stupid title. I wouldn't be able to tell you what it's about. I didn't know it was, like... Going for edgy horseshit. I didn't know he was spiking up his gelled hair with goggles. Like, I didn't know he was going full (laughs) Seth Green and can't hardly wait.
2: Would it shock you to hear that the the conceit of it is that it's about a rap rock group? (laughs) Oh, no. Why didn't
0: I watch this? This is right up my (sighs) alley.
2: (laughs) It had one season.
0: Yeah. UPN... Or I WB. So. I don't think it matters. I think so. Same could be said for Roswell because mm-hmm. it was on both. But uh, yep. yeah, based on a ki- uh, kid lit series, Roswell High. That's right. Starring uh, Sherry Appleby, Jason Burp, Catherine, Hi- Catherine Heigl, mm-hmm. and Colin mm-hmm. Hayes. I yes. didn't know Catherine Heigl was on it.
2: They um. were all on it. It went for three seasons. Mm hmm. I mean, you pretty much know it. it's it's about yeah. aliens who yeah. are teenagers and then teenagers who are humans. Can I
0: say, this is not the podcast <laughs> to say it on, but I just want to say it. We live in such weird times. The Navy just said, yeah, those are real UFOs and it's not the biggest news story in the world.
2: Well, a UFO <laughs> does a, just mean an unidentified flying object. Yeah, but Doesn't it was we also alien. saw
0: footage of it and like, but you weren't supposed to see that. And like, it looks fucked up. <laughs> it looks really scary. Yeah. Uh, and then Roswell... Also, do they or don't they exist? Now we know they do, and like the Navy doesn't care that we know. We
2: have bigger and fish to fry I right guess,
0: now. <laughs> I guess.
2: <laughs> Literally, the ocean will fry our fish. Right.
0: If you think, if you think <laughs> about aliens as a, a, a evolved species, they're like a, they're like a Steve Irwin that comes to visit us periodically, and in their time span, might be every fifty years. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that, this might be it for a while. Our generation might not see another UFO. Why would they be that interested mm. in us?
2: Oh, I don't know. Why? I'm barely interested in us. If you can get here,
0: why would you be interested in the society?
2: Well, maybe because they're coming out with a new Roswell this year, actually. (laughs) It's coming back, apparently.
0: It's, it's probably, well, yeah. yeah, a bunch of those kids at Area 51, maybe they're still there trying mm-hmm. to get Naruto run uh, to, the, <laughs> to a new season of Roswell. Sure. Um, oh, that's
2: what that's about? Mm-hmm. It's to celebrate the new season that's of Roswell? That's exactly what it's about, yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. I get it now.
0: Uh, spe- Synergy. Speaking of Psy and Phi, uh, <laughs> Fox debuts yet another failure of a Chris Carter series. Yeah. created the X-Files. Uh, but this isn't this doesn't go the millennium route. It doesn't tie itself in X Files. I believe. Mm-mm.
2: I don't think
1: so.
0: Yeah, yeah. Scott Barso, DB Sweeney, and Terry Quinn. Lock. Terry, oh, I have a great picture of me and Terry O'Quinn from in Chicago. Oh, fine. Yeah, it's one of the few celebrities. I'm, I'm like, I have to take a picture with you. I love you so much. <laughs> but Harsh Realm yes. debuts, which is Chris Carter's Matrix. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Except very, very. Low budget and filmed in a California desert like all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did, I did think it was funny. Did you read about the uh, the grunge lingo? No.
2: Oh, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. I
0: didn't, I never heard of that hoax, but I think it's hysterical. Explain it so it's going to be mildly apocryphal, but uh, the was the receptionist at Sub Pop Records. Mm-hmm. Somebody was called at Sub Pop and asked them, like, what is the lingo these grunge kids are using in, like, 1995? (laughs) And they're like, this is a stupid question. But our receptionist had always planned, if anyone ever asked this, I'm just going to make up a bunch of shit. So she did. And this was printed in a major publication. So basically creating fake jargon that people would use. Can you believe these grunge people are using words like, no, they never were. They never were using those (laughs) words. And she said, well, what do people, what do the grunge people call a bummer? Harsh realm. No one ever said that. (laughs) Nobody. (laughs) And Chris Carter named a show after. I don't know if he was in the joke or if he wasn't, but like like that's harsh realm is what she said. Young people in the Seattle grudge scene were calling a bummer, which they very much were not. Yeah. (laughs) And so that's what that means uh house hunters debuts uh this week
3: Ooh, yes. oh yes oh yeah here we go we got, show. <laughs> we got another show that's still on the air yeah and 1, also, 1772 episodes and counting what, what, has basically
2: a million spinoffs do you want yeah. me to tell you the spinoffs please. okay house hunters international house hunters on vacation house hunters where are they now house hunters renovation house hunters international renovation House Hunters Million Dollar Homes, House Hunters Million Dollar Budgets, House Hunters Family, House Hunters Island Hunters, House Hunters Houseboat. House Hunters RV, <laughs> House Hunters You're Tiny House, House Hunters Popped, which is pop up video on House Hunters.
0: Wow! House
2: Hunters oh my- Off the Grid, House Hunters Outside the Box.
0: Wow! And she and Sarah didn't even mention wow. House Hunters Late Night, uh, House <laughs> Hunters Scared Stupid, and House Hunters Ragnarok. It's really, it's really, really good.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I just can't stand this show because it takes no. one of the worst things on earth looking at real estate and trying to buy a house and turns it into a show. I like that it, it is
3: depressing. It makes it me. look like a
0: non manipulative process. <laughs> like is someone really gonna help me
3: well, here? No, this I I don't understand. My mom watches all of these shows. I, and do. I just don't understand. Because yeah, Looking for a house is is a real pain in the ass mm-hmm. experience that uh also these days a lot of people don't get to do. Yeah. This show is fake as fuck. Mm-hmm. They're usually looking at their own house that they've already bought. Yep. And then, then the people are always really dumb. And like I guess the appeal is that you yell at the people when they like walk into a house and like, Well, this is perfect, but I don't like the paint color. Yeah. Mm. We could take out this wall and have it open plan. Yeah, let's have an open plan kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate everyone. Hey, let's take this really great forties style bug. And uh, ruin it. That's a great idea. Plus, Let's make they, it up open pet.
2: They always have like uh, the the one spouse is a shoelace museum proprietor, and the other spouse <laughs> makes artisanal radishes. And together, they have a budget of five point <laughs> six <laughs> <$5. laughs> million dollars. <laughs> like,
3: what the heck is we're think, happening we're here? We think of having
0: a side home, maybe like the mm. home for our four wheelers. Yeah. Yeah,
3: and <laughs> My mom has never this been This is the house that we're buying for the cats that we hoard We have 600 cats mm. And they really like open plans
0: my, my mom has never been this interested In anything I've ever done And I bought her a new backsplash and <laughs> which is something that wow. only exists on HD TV. Every every single show has a backsplash. They
2: really care about the backsplashes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only time I ever watch I ever see House Hunters is when I'm getting my nails done because it's always on at the salon I go to. And <laughs> luckily I get to just watch it on mute and then just mm. seethe. Yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> which
2: is exactly That's... what you want for a relaxing nail. You can't experience. get in with the ladies on the
0: nesting porn?
2: God, I cannot stand it, and there are so many people who really love this stuff. My mom, it's
1: crazy. It's to me. awful. She used yeah. to be. She
0: used to be all over. Like, I have knowledge of Kate Nally and, and Beauty and the Beast and the whole 1989 segment because that's what my mom was watching. And mm-hmm. when reality shows came on, it's like nothing else mattered. Mm-hmm. She just wants to disappear in all this shit and does. Mm-hmm. And well she was watching Frasier, yes, yes, She um, was listening. Uh,
2: okay, this is kind of indulgent of me. But this is also a it. podcast, so what else are we doing? <laughs> um, but it's called... It's the Fraser episode, Radio Wars, where there is a team, kind of a morning zoo-type team, mm-hmm. who Show take it upon boobies, themselves to troll <laughs> Frasier. And so the scene... For some reason, it's one of those things that just lodged into my brain, mm. and I am forced to think about it mm. two or three times a week, and I don't know why. <laughs> <But> basically, <laughs> Fraser is in a bathroom, and he answers his cordless phone, which I don't know why, and the, ahoy the ahoy. duo is pretending mm-hmm. to be, I think, the landlord, and they're- Oh, my ass is on fire, Frasier. <laughs> oh. no, they're not- talking <laughs> to him about potentially a leak that's going on in the apartment below him. And so they have him start doing kind of crazy things. And he's on the air the whole time. But go
0: ahead. This is highly (laughs) irregular. like the tile. If you could
4: just walk around a little bit while you sang, or maybe, you know, if you could stomp around, that'd be great. Stomp around.
3: Yeah, look, if there's too much trouble, I could send my assistant Jimmy up there to stomp around.
4: Oh, no, 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 please. That's just fine. You leave Jimmy right where he is. I certainly don't need an audience while I'm singing in the bathtub. Yeah, well, I appreciate this. You know, we'll get this all cleaned up in a jiffy, okay? Thanks a lot, Dr. Crane. Just uh, give me a second, I'll tell you when I'm ready. All right, I'm ready. Here it goes. I'm in the mood for love. (laughs) Simply
0: because you're near me. Please fall off the stage. When you're near me. Basically,
2: every time I put on a bathrobe or take a bath or I don't know, (laughs) I think about this scene all the time and the song always gets stuck in my head. So now I'm forcing (laughs) it on you guys so that everyone will be forced to think about Fraser. In a bathtub.
0: <laughs> I'm going to prank you more in bonus time. Oh, please stop. <laughs> now climb up onto your roof and stomp around and sing the milkshake song. <laughs> Why is my grandma
2: calling me and telling me to do this? I was
0: Philbert from Rocco's Marley. Okay. Um, I should be more of an authority on this. This bums me the fuck out.
1: Because huh. uh,
0: mm. I remember I got a job at a big company that sometimes had. On-site oil changes, and one of the other perks, in addition to health Ooh. benefits, it's been a while. Whoa, uh, fancy! Was a free Costco membership. Oh, and I went to Costco best. triumphantly to because they had the <laughs> best prices on giant DVD box set collections, mm-hmm. and I got mm-hmm. Angel season one, three, four, and five.
2: Oh no! And oh. Uh,
0: I am a massive Buffy fan. Sure. Massive. Uh, I'll say, yeah, I'm a massive Whedon fan. How about that? Fuck y'all, Whedon's great, and Angel was a great show, uh, uh, probably one of the better spinoffs that's ever existed, mm. and it got. And it, apparently, I didn't even come close to its point of greatness, uh, but it's a spinoff of Buffy that took Cordelia with it, mm-hmm. um, and but uh, Cordelia didn't come back to the show a lot, but it's like. You never missed Angel. Angel was always on Buffy, mm-hmm. uh, even when he was on his own show. I can't think of any other spin-off that worked like this other than he's fucking other than Cleveland forward. and Family Guy. Yeah. Just like <laughs> he's 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 on the show more than he's not. But uh, uh, Angel debuts this week. and from from what friends of mine have told me, have some of the you get through the first season and finds itself, and it's it's some of the most perfect five seasons of anything mm-hmm. uh, ever. Yeah, and, hmm.
2: the mythology sounds pretty cool too. Like yeah. apparently, the story is that he moves to L.A. and mm-hmm. he kind of has his st- soul. Restored, and so he acts as like a private detective mm-hmm. helping people
0: through supernatural problems. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then
2: there's also a like law firm that is like specializes in like the occult. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a great concept. I'd be, I'd be. Down yeah, it's for got that. that dead guy from Roseanne
0: <laughs> in it, and a cordelia charisma carpenter yeah just like, i really like her just like uh, yeah she seems more like a drawing than a human being she's so pretty mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. but, and, but yes. she's really funny and she and she she got to break out of like a kind of an archetype on buffy and be a big have like a bigger more media role on yeah. uh, angel and i've never finished the show and that bums me the fuck out because uh you know sometimes shows this old are hard to watch but you know what we have great commenters drive me back into it please because uh, I would love to finish up Angel. Because I I have watched Buffy almost twice, all the mm-hmm. way through. And movie. For some mm.
3: some reason I thought Angel ran longer. But <gasps> five five, five seasons, seasons. That sounds like I could digest this.
0: But it's it's five seasons after three seasons on Buffy so he was playing the part of Angel for like eight or nine years Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. and so that that's that may be why it felt so long it's it's almost as long as he played Mr. Bones (laughs) I don't know who who he is on that show
2: I think his name is Booth on that show no it's
0: got to be Bones no yeah
2: no she's Bones yeah she's Bones
0: what that doesn't make any sense women aren't skeleton they're witches (laughs) sorry it's Halloween (laughs) that's right and
2: cats are girls and dogs are boys boys. like yes we all know this
0: yeah no yeah women women are witches boys are draculars and that's the case with all right never mind uh why am I bothering the segue into games of 1999? October 4th through the 10th because it's Disciples Sacred Lands, which seems like if you want to come up with a game name in a boggle container. Um, because those yeah, all seem you can like... You
3: just reverse any of those words. It's, it's Land Disciples Sacred. It's, it's a... Sacred Disciples Lands. <laughs> it's
0: a PC strategy game I've never heard of and it's very weird for me to not have heard of a game in
3: 1999.
0: Mm. And so we're going to close out 1999 for you right now with a little... David Bowie, Thursday's child, cuz he's got a new album out. You can download it yeah. 20 years ago right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and stay right there people. We got 2009 to get through and we need you there with us.
3: and all the ships at sea. It's time for Diana's Classic Corner. We look even further back in town this week to see if there's anything worth a-watching. And for the week of October 4th through 10th, oh, the world's easiest recommend, because it's one of my favorite TV shows, and I think one of the most important TV shows of all time. Because if you talk to people who make things that you like, they will tell you this is an important TV show for them. Because today is the 50th anniversary of Monty Python's Flying Circus appearing on the televisions at the BBC. Because... Back then, apparently, you could just, they would just throw money at anybody. Literally, that's what, like, John Cleese has said. It's pretty much you just show up and say, oh, we could make a show. And they say, could you do it cheap? And you would say, yes. And they would say, okay. And that was it. And so we've got Graham Chapman, John Cleese, Eric Idle, Terry Jones, Michael Palin, animations with Terry Gilliam, sexy ladies provided by Carol Cleveland. She never gets any credit and uh, it's one of the most important TV shows of all time. It's funny as hell. It does hold up. Chris will argue with me about this, but it does hold up, especially if you look at the time period and you realize what was going on in 1969, that this is total fucking anarchy that is irreverent and it's fun and goofy and makes fun of things that you generally don't make fun of. And uh, by the time it gets to the US, it becomes, it's, it's a cold classic. I mean, every, every nerd I know will quote freaking holy grail at me until the cows come home. They really should be quoting more from the TV show, because I think it's underappreciated because it's less seen. I mean, there's 45 episodes. Some of them as you get towards the end, they start putting in a laugh track, and that sucks, and then Cleese leaves, and all that stuff. So, to have a movie to recommend, I am going to recommend uh, 1971's And Now we're Something Completely Different, which is just a bunch of sketches from the TV show made fancy and put on film, because Hugh Hefner liked the show, and he asked him he just threw money at us like well if we just make this a movie with all your best bits it'll just put that out and people will love it so it's got dirty hungarian phrase book and nudge nudge wink wink and self-defense against fresh fruit uh lumberjack song funniest joke in the world is one of my favorites dead parrot sketch Uh, yeah upper class of the year it's got all the best stuff so if you've never seen the tv show and you just know from the movies please watch some of the tv show or, and now for something completely different, because my Python makes the world worth living for me, goddammit! It seriously is, like, top five shows for me of all time. So, that's it for this week. Stay silly.
0: Welcome to 2009, everyone. Holy shit. Yes! We have some great news for we you. We made it, y'all. We made uh, yeah. it. That has to do with Down by uh, Jay Sean featuring Lil Wayne being number one.
3: Mm-hmm. We did it! It
0: is number one. How many <sighs> weeks has it been?
3: That was 14 weeks for one Black Eyed Peas song and 13 weeks the other. So it has been 26 weeks with the Black Eyed Peas. That is wow.
0: half the year if you cut it right down the weeks. middle. 26
3: wow. weeks where are, it's been one of two Black Eyed Peas songs is number one. We finally have something new. They're our family now, y'all.
2: That's <sighs> our, <laughs> they're our family.
3: Black Eyed Peas. The nightmare is over.
0: <sighs> Until they get R-worded in here. I guess that... that... <laughs> But no. they made the song. Oh, um,
3: yes, I forgot about that. No, we're past there. Oh, yeah. we are?
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, thank goodness. Yeah, we're past there. It's 2009, everybody. October 4th Ugh. and the 10th. Uh, and yes, Jay Sean, he has <laughs> he has interrupted yes. the reign of the Black Eyed Peas. But it, it could have easily been other new releases this week, uh, like Shakira's She-Wolf. It's a great yeah. name for an album. Mm. Uh, Love 2 oh by Air. This Is Us by the Backstreet Boys. Heartbreak on Vinyl by Blake Lewis. Oddly enough, not on, I bet not on vinyl. Uh, Give up the ghost by Brandy uh, Carly Car- Carlyle, uh, Jealous one still envy two by Fat Joe, uh, Desperate living by Horse the band, <laughs> and uh, Kiss's first album in eleven years, Sonic Boom. The life of the world to come by the Mountain Goats is also out, and Crazy Love by Michael <sighs> <sighs> Buble. But do you want me to mispronounce that? <sighs> do you think Boobly. I have?
3: Everything I- now. <laughs> no more boom boom powing.
0: Boom boom pow. Poop poop. <laughs> So I, only, I, know, I only know the bad lip-reading version of the video, because mm. I watched that like 80 <laughs> times. It makes me laugh a lot. Uh, and I really don't like that channel. Uh, but <laughs> but oh, on the... I love them. I know, but it's just like one thing that like, you know, there's like two of these that are going to be great, and the rest is just going to be the same. Anyway, uh, I do podcasts. The same can be said for me. Mm. 10-9, another Nobel Peace Prize recipient. It is our president, Barack Obama. Mm. And... Yep.
3: We're going to call this the we're glad you're not W award because yeah. <laughs> he hasn't done anything yet. You know, well, he's he been did. in office for like eight months.
0: There there are interesting parallels here that people give Trump shit for and they don't give Obama shit for. But the second he got in office, I remember. Shut, mm-hmm. Yep. First thing we're going to do, shut down Guantanamo Bay. Executive order yep. it's happening. Never did. Never happened. Never fully went through. But he wanted to make it happen immediately and didn't go through the normal procedure to make it happen. So it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. But that was one of the things that I think led to him getting a Nobel Peace Prize to shut down a uh, legitimate war a long-running war crime, uh, even though it didn't come to fruition. Mm. The current president, (laughs) he hasn't done anything that would qualify for a Nobel Peace Prize. (laughs) Uh, You've antagonized people with nuclear weapons. Uh, you've but allowed more he guns totally to get in the You totally rolled
3: hands. over and showed Kim his belly. Mm-hmm. I mean, all he
0: knows is that he's better than Obama, but he doesn't understand why he isn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know that's a real hot take on our president, and mm-hmm. I apologize for all the people I burned out there. Yeah. Uh, take it easy, <laughs> sorry, take it easy, man. Sorry, sometimes I get too political. Um, and on on for movies for October 4th to the 10th, freestyle. Featuring Corbin Blue, which is delicious. I'm starving. I right love now. that. <laughs> uh, yep. Sandra. Uh, so, I'm not even trying. For,
3: Echeveria. Uh, Echeveria. Echeveria.
0: Uh, Matt. Uh, you know what? I'm not doing any of this. Bella Flora. Yeah. Yeah. Bella...
3: Honestly, let's just roll through some of these as usual. Sure. 2009 has a whole bunch of movies, and like, I don't want to talk about them all that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Freestyle is one of the kids at a high school musical making like a motocross movie. Mm. Okay, good for him.
0: I Hope you got that your system.
3: Yeah. Uh, for Mexico with Love uh, is a boxing slash immigration movie that's got Bruce McGill and Stephen Lang in it. It got really terrible reviews. <laughs> it got slammed for just being every cliche that you ever thought. If you can think of a cliche that might be in a movie about boxing and maybe someone crossing the border illegally. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be in this one. All right. You so- know, is, is someone going to be like, mijo, you've got to fight for us. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs>
0: If I can change, then you can change, and we can change. Uh, Sorry, that's my bad Salone Mexican accent. Um, And Peter and Vandy, what's that about?
3: Uh, It's a romantic-ish comedy. Romantic Uh, comedy. Yeah, compared to 500 Days of Summer, a lot, because it's about a couple. Uh, Yeah, a young indie-loving couple breaking up and get back together, breaking up and getting uh, back together. mm -hmm. I love Jason Ritter and stuff, but I I don't know. I just don't like romance, I guess.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Jason Ritter, you had me at Gravity Falls. Now just, you know, go away. No, uh, I have no. not heard of the movie Trucker.
3: I hadn't either, but I think I'm actually going to watch this because it's about a lady trucker, uh, played by Michelle Monaghan, yeah. and um, her many, many problems with like her family, and she uh, getting with a married man played by Nathan Fillion. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. yeah. If you and... got to get with
0: a married man, that'd be the one.
3: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I Admiral. prefer sexy Dr. Nathan the Fillion from Ooh. from Waitress. I think we've established that that oh. is my fetish. Oh, ah, Okay.
0: Give me aviator yeah. pants and a low-hanging gun. Oh, no. I prefer
3: mm. Paunchy Castle.
0: Yeah. When it, when it, okay. when, when it When it comes to your pleasure. Sassy author. When it comes to your body, he aims to misbehave.
3: Mm-hmm. I <laughs> want a sassy author. <laughs> anyway, but then, like, she gets custody of her kid, but she's a trucker, and she's all fucked up, and this is her life, and... uh got pretty good reviews and like no release whatsoever. You know,
2: I've always felt in my heart and I don't know why, that if everything went tits up for me, Mm -hmm. I think I could be a trucker. (laughs) Me too. I just like, I see these trucks like on the interstate or whatever. And I'm like, I could totally do that.
0: Yeah, but you didn't watch Logan a billion times. Like, that's the first job that's going to be automated out of existence And the way things are going. (laughs) It's just going to be little tiny boxes, uh, not made of ticky-tacky, of raw Mm. skill that will run over your fucking Escalade. Uh, and have no human being to stop it.
3: Well, uh, thanks mm. for ruining my dreams. I'm with I you on that. I want be the guy that's in that rolling tons of steel, scaring mm-hmm. all the children and I mean, running them over.
0: Because being a trucker feels like being paid to take speed and listen to podcasts, which is right up my alley. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> you get to
3: get you get to get have a cool like call sign yes. on the little radio. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh my god, I don't know what my call sign will be. I gotta think about this.
2: Yeah. yeah. But you That'll know if, if you're not careful, your kid might develop a maybe too close relationship with Mr. Inshaw. <laughs> yeah. Hey Her Tom Likas,
0: this is Strawberry Shortcake calling you from the. <laughs>
2: That's a dear Mr. Henshaw. Joke.
0: Um, damn, another one. <laughs> we 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 bring up that, that a lot, but too much. Sarah and I are big Newberry fans, so it's, you never know what's going to happen next week. Hatchet references. <laughs> <laughs> the
2: kid's dad was a truck driver. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Uh-huh.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> a movie I have seen, but I have forgotten.
2: Same every
0: second of. A I'm Thoroughly sure. unremarkable. I think you could call call it a romantic comedy.
2: I feel like – I definitely yeah. saw it and I kind of feel like the tone that I walked away from it was feeling – it's it's not warm. It was a very cold movie I feel yeah. like,
0: but which not, is ironic because it's, it's,
2: it's set at like a island resort. But
0: it doesn't go out of its way to be gross. That's what I remember. No. So it's like, why did I watch that? Like yeah. it's, it's – it's, it, it was uh, – it didn't reach any height of any kind. It's just like a movie they could make, so they did.
2: Well, I wanted it to be another forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, but it is. Uh. Yeah.
0: It it has a similar premise, but with older people and Kristen Bell. Right. Uh, But with a bunch of couples going on a retreat. Kristen Davis, Alan Ackerman, Vince Vaughn, uh, John Favreau, and Jesson Bayman. Couples retreat people. Let's see if it's funny. How often you do it? It's different now
4: because we got the kids.
3: I peed.
0: Need to get away. On October
4: 9th, take one part paradise. Oh, my. Allow me to put on something more proper. Now, who is ready for their yoga? One part therapy. How would you describe your relationship? No one's called 911.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: like, there's not domestic violence. Interesting. And just add water. Sure. Don't let them see
1: your fear.
4: Vince Vaughn.
1: He said not to panic. He said not to panic.
0: Couples retreat. Rated PG 13. Damn. No John Favreau or the no. phase on love <laughs> shots in that movie at all. Uh, yeah, John or No. Yeah, it's I, I, got
3: number one by default. I agree yeah. with that
0: noise um, because some people have to see a movie in the theater every week. Uh, and I probably should too. I'm mm-hmm. on the MCA list, baby. You don't get there by accident. It's mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever said. I'm sorry. I'm laughing at myself a lot this episode. <laughs> October fourth through the tenth, two thousand nine, in television on an all new house. James Earl Jones guest stars in yeah. the episode Tyrant. I feel like we
2: haven't seen James Earl Jones in a while. Yeah, so it's cool to see him. Uh, but yeah, he plays an African dictator who, shows- like in Coming
0: to America,
2: <gasps> <gasps> but this time he's a mean one. Oh. And ah. he shows up at the hospital and has a mysterious illness. And then it actually gets pretty dark. I think one of the members on the diagnostic team maybe kills and actually murders him. Oh. Yeah. All right, So much it's for my royal intense. penis is
0: clean joke.
2: Yeah. But it's, it's a great episode of a great show. I love House. Mm-hmm. And I try not to talk about it every week. But when they do have interesting guest stars, I can't help hmm.
0: myself. I have not seen an episode of House only clips
2: huh. it's pretty great
0: and although
2: I've... you know there are it's rough because then you always think that you're sick all the time when mm. you're watching it with some <laughs> mysterious illness the one my favorite one and the one that i think about all the time is the girl who had a tick in her vagina Ah. and that was causing her to be sick. Oh, like like a
0: uh, blood sucking tick. I think it yes. meant like a like a twitch. <laughs> <laughs> like a, sounds pretty cool to me. Wink, wink. Oh,
3: that sounds annoying <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, both are terrible. You gotta lay off the caffeine. Uh,
0: where the fuck else are you getting ticks, by the way? I've been in the woods for a while. They go specifically down there. What? Yes, they like the armpits and the nether regions. Oh. Yeah, I pulled a lot of ticks this off is... off of me balls. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Hey. Yeah. Well.
2: This is why I don't go outside much. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, mm-hmm. Be indoors. Uh, and also, speaking of shows I've never seen, the Mo apostrophe Monique show.
2: Yeah, Monique,
0: <laughs> Oscar winner Monique. She has uh, a late has a night show. show. Oh, it's a late night show. Yes, it okay. runs for
2: two seasons, two hundred and fifty-one episodes.
0: Damn. Wow! Yeah,
2: and you know a lot of Hullabaloo has been made about <laughs> Lily Singh language. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, pardon me. Okay. A lot of Hullabaloo has been recently made about Lily Singh, who uh, recently was given a late night show. Um, and oh, yeah. you know, this is a oh, this is the first time you know a woman of color has gotten a late night show. But y'all, Monique did it ten
3: years ago. Joan
0: Rivers was a woman of a color. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, two colors. It's one. Hey, but, 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 uh, yeah, Look, she's
3: Monique. Jewish. We you, don't Monique. count as minorities in entertainment
0: oh yeah, that just happens. outside of entertainment uh, but there
2: are a lot of interviews from the Monique show mm-hmm. on uh, on YouTube so definitely check those out. She's a
0: does she have an interview style is she confrontational or like asking tough questions I could see her doing something you like know, that
2: I'm not sure honestly because she has a lot of her friends on so mm. I don't see her you know mm. really confronting her friends uh, on her first episode she has Steve Harvey, Monica and Jeremiah. I um, hope she says something
0: dirty and Steve Harvey looks at the camera for four minutes. I <laughs>
2: hope so, too. <laughs> well, she and Steve Harvey had some sort of like pretty bad falling out, I feel like, really? like no. kind of recently. Because when I was Googling this and I was trying to find a clip from this first episode, I couldn't find it anywhere. But hits kept coming up of her going on Steve Harvey's show no. and – it not ending well for them, so I'm very curious. I need to look more into this controversy. I'll show you
0: a few. So I mm. smell a laser time episode coming up. Seriously, I'm trying yeah. to get you interested. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and-
2: mm-hmm. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. only if we play the... Uh-
0: Mark Somerspert Reynolds? Of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, on the 8th of uh, October, Parks and Rec practice date.
2: Yay! Leslie I just watched is, this. It's so cute. Leslie is getting ready for her first date with Louis Okay. And he's so
0: good in as in this role. I really like him.
2: And she's yeah. so nervous. Until he comes back
0: later in an I'm asshole. just going to
2: keep talking about the episode and not oh, about Louis Okay. Um so she's so nervous that she has Anne take her out on a practice date so she can practice conversations so, and so I pulled a little <laughs> clip of her this, this is how her, she makes conversations. Is this
0: with her mouth full of pretzels? No. No. You are great. No! <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, Dave, let's begin our conversation. What's on the note cards? they are possible topics of conversation. Whales, parades, electricity, and the rest are blank. Yeah, well, I couldn't think of anything else. The Danish call it up apparat which literally translated means the up-and-down machine. Wow, that's a thorough history of the teeter-totter. You're 20 minutes late, I almost left. Okay, God. well I was uh, dropping my niece off. What's your niece's name? Torple, that's
1: not a name. I don't have a niece. My niece's name is Stephanie?
0: <laughs> I, I, I so put this on while I was editing stuff recently and yeah, you know, watched the, the whole saga like god damn that show gets really good in the second season next
2: time you are going to go on a first date with someone let's do a practice date so I can torment you like this not, <laughs>
0: I keep avoiding it so let's, let's see if I can actually get myself to do it Yeah, because a date can result in a relationship. And a relationship can result in what? Marriage. A very, very look A two part
3: episode. Two
0: part episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes. With a wonder I wonderful I love there's a permanent meme stuck in this episode.
3: Yes. It makes it great. Yeah, So
2: mm-hmm. this is The Office, mm-hmm. Niagara Part 1 and Part 2, where Jim and Pam get married. Finally, hey! for all you jam shippers out well, there. For, for
0: someone who's um, a huge fan of The Office, I remember the original Office, I remember being, I wasn't fully on board with The Office yet, and mm-hmm. I remember being mad that they were doing this, because mm-hmm. Pam and Jim never, Pam and Tim,
2: mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm.
0: what is it? It's, is the name Pam? No, it's no, not it's, Pam. it's Tim and Dawn Uh, they never got together they shared one kiss and then that was the and then Tim looked at the camera and he's like it's not the end of anything like the cameras turn off I'm still here and our life moves on and you don't know where we're gonna go I'm Mm -hmm. like that is the perfect ending to any everything Mm.
1: (laughs) Uh,
0: and that the office in season four just like I felt like, I I don't know, I felt betrayed that it's like closing the book on a series that I love deeply. I feel Mm -hmm. very different about The Office now and very much love this episode.
2: Yeah, it's so sweet. They get married in Niagara Falls because they hope and think that nobody from The Office will come to Niagara Falls. (laughs) And yet everyone shows up and everyone does their thing. And Kevin wears a toupee, which is amazing. (laughs) But a really funny, like. Part is when they are actually in the wedding ceremony. Mm-hmm. They do the is it Black Eyed Peas song? I don't know. No, it's was. Chris Brown, which is horrible. It is Chris Brown. Yes, hey. which was a viral meme at the time of like a wedding party dancing, it's doing a, a funny dance, well, like the whole down the aisle procession.
0: Everyone yeah. came out dancing. Yeah, and then the bride came out really cutting it up.
2: Yeah, <laughs> oof, not for me. But <laughs> you cute. know what? Have fun, people. Yeah. Um, and so they apparently this. Their wedding party planned it without their input, and so Jim is kind of explaining why they got secretly married on a boat.
0: Mm-hmm. I bought those boat tickets the day I saw that YouTube video. I knew we'd need a backup plan. The boat was actually plan C, the church. It was plan B. And plan A was marrying her a long, long time ago. Pretty
2: much the day I met her.
1: Aww, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't, know, show, I don't know, I don't know. I, I I again, I just want to keep saying that because I went to change your mind so mm-hmm. drastically on one thing. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about my relationship with the office, being completely <laughs> wrong about something uh and then falling in love with it. Like yeah. it, mm. it, and this episode is part of that. Like it's it's a really good episode. It's
2: really sweet. Mm-hmm. It gets to the heart for sure. Mhm. Yeah.
0: And the hard pivot too. <laughs> Uh, the oh, sci fi original movie Mega Fault. Yes. <laughs> on, on the oh, 10th dear. of October.
2: Starring Brittany Murphy and Eric LaSalle. Yes. Oh, um, uh, guess what? It's about an earthquake? Mm-hmm. A fault? Yes. And.
0: A uh, enormous fault. Faults, by the way, are all big.
2: I'm <laughs> not mine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's have some more wine. <laughs>
2: nope, that's just iced coffee for me. That's why I'm so sweaty. Um, but yeah, so I am from North Florida. Mm-hmm.
0: You mm-hmm. guys
2: have spent significant amount of time in California. Mm-hmm. Is this how earthquakes work? Let's see. <laughs> watch and let me know. Get about!
1: Come again. The ground is not
0: steady. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So the idea of calling someone during an earthquake is hilarious because <sighs> one, they're very short, and then two, you get so used to them in California and like Yeah. I'll pick whatever yeah. that is up tomorrow. I don't give a shit. I'm tired. Because it always yeah. happens at now, night. There,
3: there have been long earthquakes, and those are scary. Mm-hmm. I think like the longest was like a minute and a half in Alaska. And it's like, oh, that doesn't sound so bad. It's like, yeah, jump up and down for that long.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> it sucks. So- you're, oh, you're so right. Yeah. But yeah, normally earthquakes a couple seconds. Mm-hmm.
0: Unless you're so, really good, unless you're really bad. good with Siri, like open up your contacts and find someone to call about an earthquake. It's over.
2: So the Earth does not crack open and and you just fall no, to the core. I imagine, <laughs> in,
0: especially no. not in little cuts like that. Like yeah. it was just a human sized crevasse that like a bunch of that people just swallowed. Fell through.
2: A bunch of people. Please look ah, this up no. on YouTube. It's a mega fault swallowed by Earth scene. Mm.
0: <laughs> so yeah, one out of seventeen.
2: <laughs> no, did we mention this is is a sci-fi movie, sci-fi, sci-fi channel, movie, yeah. Yes. Yeah,
3: mm. yeah. I, maybe we didn't even need to mention that, but
1: yeah, yeah it yeah. has the. Now, name it's movie.
3: weird because in the last ten years, scientists have figured out that earthquakes happen because the Earth hungers for human flesh, <laughs> and we need to feed people to the earthquakes, and then they'll stop. I have some ideas, and we'll have a good harvest.
0: It's insatiable, <laughs> and would make a lot more sense that whole than that whole creation theory. The Earth is hungry and needs flesh. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, then we'll get we'll grow them up, make them about eighty, and then eat their bodies in the ground. Good plan, good plan. Mm. Yeah. 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 yeah, someday there'll be a billion of them. Uh, and I didn't. I'm ashamed to say I have not seen the October tenth SNL that Drew Barrymore hosted with uh, Regina Specter because I, I imagine that's a return. Mm-hmm. Twenty years in the making because she was she hosted within the first ten years as yep. a little baby. I think there's a picture of her asleep at the SNL party because her parents oh. are awesome.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine between these two ladies it was an adorable episode. Mm.
0: And video games of two thousand nine, November fourth, no, October fourth through the tenth. We fit plus baby. <laughs> it's, it's it's there for you. My mom bought it. Uh, It's the only video game system she's ever bought because she thought it would make her less fat. It turns out getting serious about her diabetes was actually her Wii Fit Plus. usually the answer. Uh, And and NBA Live 10 up against NBA 2K10. I don't know that these games come out annually anymore. Yeah, one's EA, one's 2K. Mm. Competing NBA games come out at the same time every year. Saw the video game. I think that was um, ported to Xbox 360 and PS3. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Yeah. Because it. I think it began as a Wii game because the i. And there hadn't <gasps> been that many Saw movies, so the idea was that you would first person with a motion remote saw your you know saw stuff off your body.
2: I mean, I can uh-huh. see it being a puzzle game mm-hmm. where yeah. you are going yeah, yeah solving puzzles. it is
0: um, okay
2: scary puzzles.
0: I believe. Uh, no, I don't know enough about that. I'll talk about that some other time, but. Uh, And then Cities XL, a game I didn't play. And that's about it for our show. But stay right there because we have a special quiz about who was born. Mm -hmm. And we'll tell you who died during this period because it's a bunch of incredibly famous people, to be honest.
3: Yeah, Uh, it's a bad week, yo. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, But I got to tell you, this is all brought to you by Patreon.com slash Time. The little crowdfunding endeavor for the price of a cup of coffee has helped keep, help keep this show and LaserTime, Time and Video Game Apocalypse and Elm Street Nightmare and Bonus Time going every single week. And uh, if you toss $5 our way uh, in a month, you get a, a bunch of free shows and over 100 movie commentaries. Hopefully more to come. I would love to do those again. And in addition to that, you can keep us all compensated, fed, paid. And uh, keep the shows going. It's how you it's it's how you it's how you vote for content these days, people. Uh, no one's making money anywhere else on the internet except through crowdfunding. So if you want to see us keep going, you got to You got to put your money where your mouth is. And we do appreciate every single person uh, who helps us out because it really is. It has been an amazing adventure for mm-hmm. real. Uh, this is, <laughs> that that we're still paying bills and putting food in mouths uh, through this little endeavor. So thank you so much. Uh, listen to yeah. Laser Time if you get a chance. Um, we are. We are heading into Shocktober. October, Ooh. where we usually have a month.
3: Oh, wait, I should say, woo! <laughs> yeah. uh, we also have
0: uh, season, season three of An Elm Street Nightmare covering the Child's Play series, every single movie in the Child's Play series, which is the first time that I am not familiar with. Every single movie in the Child's Play series. Lizzie might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lizzie mm-hmm. Killian is back, or I there for the first time. It used to be Lizzie Quavis. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we did Friday the 13th. That's on our Patreon, patreon.com/slash laser time. You'll have access to those ten episodes of all the Friday the 13th movies, everything Jason's ever done except the remake. And some I believe Lizzie and I did a video commentary of an episode you can't really get of Freddy's Nightmares. The first episode of Freddy's Twilight Zone series was his origin ah. story. Which is, ah, by the way, I think see. the most beloved child molester in all of history. Oh. <laughs> Which they make the distinction of calling him, he's a, he's a dreaded child murderer. I'm like, hmm. hmm. Is that all that happened? Hmm. There's a lot of old guy in basement stuff going down here. Just child murder? Okay, I'll keep with that. Hmm. That's somehow more pleasant. More um, palatable. <laughs> Freddy Krueger. I do love him. Uh, and uh, Game Apocalypse, hosted by uh, Mr. Diana Goodman, Michael Oparas, and myself. And Maddie Allen. Uh, every single Friday, a really cool video game show. You know that video game show you listen to on a podcast? It's better than that. It just is. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's definitely longer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so peep that. Uh, recent Laser Time episodes include episodes about hippies. And oh, yes, we will have a Halloween episode about clowns and corpsing. Mm-hmm. So hey. please uh, give that a listen. Maybe tell a friend to do the same. Diana, where can people find you?
3: You can find me on Twitter at listeningnerd, L-E-C-I-N-E-N-E-R-D, or follow the show at 302010podcast.
0: So, who be dead? Who be dead this week? Because it's, a, it's oh. a bunch of tragic ones.
3: These all mm-hmm. suck. Last week, I was all happy because, you know, just Ferdinand Marcos died, and that guy sucked. But we got three people that were fucking great this time. Working backwards, from 1999, we lost Wilt to Stilt Chamberlain. He was 63. Man. He went to the high school my grandma went to. <laughs> what? he he scored a hundred points in a game. Wow, that's crazy. One man. That's in crazy. basketball doing. That's, that's crazy. Like Fifty baskets.
0: I know. I'm just, yes. I, and I'm imagining yes, all of them were him dunking on like four foot white people. <laughs> that's all. It's all I'm envisioning right now.
3: <laughs> also, he's in Conan the Destroyer. He's cool.
0: Yeah, I like Will Chamberlain.
3: Everyone just remembers how, like, late in life, he said he had slept with like twenty thousand women. Yeah, mm-hmm. which mathematically it turns out that's really hard to do.
0: That's it. Yeah. Not if, you, not, if, not if you do one every, for every breakfast.
3: And- <laughs> yeah, even I mean, then. It obviously- was like, okay, if he started when he was 13, he would have to pull like four women a day. Yeah. No breaks. Look, just do a couple Eyes Wide Shut
2: orgies and you're halfway there. That's right. Uh-huh. Yeah, you, can try, yeah,
0: you can hit at least that five mark. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not trying very hard the orgies I go to. <laughs>
2: yeah, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. I know
0: I got to really pick you've it got up. You've been getting get out phone out there. calls so confidence. No, I know. I just like I got to get used to having my butt touched. It's just it's just weird. Yeah. Uh, get mm. <laughs> get a little midsummer action in there.
3: Stop <laughs> pushing
0: my ass. And make me fuck harder. Um.
3: Ew. <laughs> Can I talk about the dead people? I don't like want to... to talk about the dead people now. You ruined I'd it. Like
0: to talk more about corpses. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I I give All you intimate right. details of my life, and this is how I'm treated. <laughs> uh unbelievable <laughs> i i suppose you have something important like a person beloved by multiple generations dying
3: yeah one of the one of the greatest actresses of all time uh and a personal hero of mine even though because well probably because she was a giant raging bitch betty davis died she was 81 um, she was fucking awesome. Meryl Streep says that's her inspiration. That's all you need to know. Yeah,
0: I don't. I don't, Diane. I I would love some Betty Davis recommendations because I find her more fascinating as a human being because the stuff she did behind the scenes and her appearing on talk shows is always <laughs> gold and yeah. captivating. Oh
3: yes. Oh, her on talk shows was always the best because she was always chain-smoking and just putting everybody down.
0: And if it's in Put color...
3: Everybody in their place.
0: You think you don't give a fuck. You have not seen Betty Davis on a talk show in color. Ooh. Like, it's it's <laughs> astonishing.
3: <laughs> uh, let me see. What's a good one I like? I like the letter because it opens with her just marching out and shooting a fucker. Oh, it's pretty great. I like
0: whatever happened yeah. to Baby Jane.
3: Yeah. For for later Betty Davis, mm-hmm. absolutely, Baby Jane. It's the, the commitment to being that ugly... And crazy, is <laughs> fucking ballsy. All right, but still, eighty nine. You know, or she made it to eighty one and eighty nine. Betty Davis. She lived a very long and full life. Someone who did not get to live a full life was Graham Chapman. Died forty eight this week in nineteen eighty nine. Fuck you, throat cancer. It's
0: it's crazy to think about. We we only lost one Monty Python member, and it mm. was thirty years ago.
3: Mm. It was thirty years ago. The eve of their what was then their twentieth anniversary. Oh, wow. Graham Chapman kicked it. Yeah, he was uh, stiff. He was resting in peace, pushing up the daisies, joined the choir invisible, Was this Was this
0: AIDS, not to bring it down?
3: No, no, it was oh, throat okay. cancer.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, that's right, because he had, he was had some gay. vices.
3: It's true, he was gay. But no, it was throat cancer that they first spotted on his tonsils when he was getting his teeth cleaned. Wow. Now I will have nightmares about that, knowing that can happen. Yes.
0: And I, I will never forget... As a testament to how funny Monty Python is as a group, and this is 20 years ago, mm-hmm. they had an HBO reunion, like, well, Graham couldn't mm-hmm. be here, and like, aha, and they bring out an urn and slap a sticker of his face on it, <laughs> and then later on, they all knock it over and spill his ashes all over the stage.
3: <laughs> it, was fucking, it was
0: fucking great, because it like it's a joke that took, like, an hour to set up.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so uh, I wanted to play this clip, though, because Graham Chapman dying young, that... That sucks. He would have done an awful lot of stuff. But also, Cleese eulogized him at his big memorial service. And I kind of want this to be what you guys say about me.
4: Mm. I guess that we're all thinking how sad it is that a man of such talent, of such capability, the kindness of such unusual intelligence should now so suddenly be spirited away at the age of only 48 before he'd achieved many of the things of which he was capable and before he'd had enough fun. Well, I feel that I should say nonsense. Good riddance to him, the freeloading bastard I hope he's found. <laughs> And the reason I feel I should say this is he would never forgive me if I didn't. If I threw, threw away this glorious... ...opportunity to shock you all on his behalf. <laughs> Anything for him, but mindless good taste. <laughs> I could hear him whispering in my ear last night as I was writing this, ''All right, please,'' he was saying, ''You're very proud of being the very first person ever... ...to say shit on British television. If this service is really for me, ...just for starters, I want you to become the first person ever at a British memorial service to say, fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, and, and Graham Chapman, by the way, like I think they said it in a documentary that he ended up being the best actor of the group. Mm. And that's why he ends up oh, yeah. fronting so many of the movies. Uh, and my favorite is Life of Brian, and that's just, like, the great Life cra- of
3: Brian, he's, like, legitimately really good in it. Yeah. During Holy Grail, he was so drunk that they were just feeding him his lines off camera. Mm-hmm. Apparently, mm-hmm. he was deep into alcoholism. That was, like, the bot- him bottoming out. And you can't tell. No? You can't tell this guy doesn't know what's going on. He's still great in Holy Grail. He's a very naughty boy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Graham Chapman. It's, like, one of those people... Like, I didn't even know of Monty Python before when he was alive. hmm so I, I, I just yeah I just didn't know it's weird to think about but with that we'll bring it back up with who was born here it's the birthday quiz oh birthday is
4: a doodly do a ding dong
1: doodly doodly ding dong doo. a birthday
3: oh we've got a good one for the birthday quiz now that we're past the good dead people let's go to the good luck people okay someone turning 70 this week does not look 70 oh
0: Paul Rudd no.
3: <laughs> good guess Born October 8th, 1949, as Susan Alexandra Lapland in Manhattan. She is the daughter of a TV executive, and she took her stage name from a minor character in The Great Gatsby mm, Daisy
2: Fuentes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Charo Daisy
3: is a pretty minor no.
0: character. <laughs> she doesn't have much personality.
3: Fuck right Daisy. All right. Well, she was. went to a bunch of fancy boarding schools. Sarah Lawrence graduated Stanford and got her MFA from the Yale Drama School. Mm. We have mm. talked about a whole lot of her movies on this show in four years. She's seventy. 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 I said seventy. Seventy. Look seventy years old. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We've talked about uh, *Infamous*, *Vantage Point*, *Half Moon Street*, and *Baby Mama*. <laughs> what? Uh, These all sound like tracks on a
0: Dolomite album.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Susan Sarandon? No, good guess, though.
0: Yeah. Good guess. We did uh, talk about that in Child's Play. In the
3: First Child's Candace Play. Bergen?
0: Oh, no. No? She had,
3: no, she's over seven. Oh.
0: And, and, and her dad was called Bergen. Come on. You didn't watch. Yeah. We just talked about this.
3: Oh, he said last name withheld. Oh. That's yeah. true. But he wasn't a TV executive, Edgar Bergen.
0: He was a ventriloquist.
3: So. <laughs> He's a ventriloquist. <laughs>
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not up on my ventriloquist. You saw him in the Muppet movie. Uh, okay, keep going. Uh,
3: how about Wally, Tale of Despero, and the Ice Storm?
0: Bonnie Cunt? Is, that's not her name. That's not... Uh...
3: Sigourney Weaver? No. Wait, did I already It's guessed? Sigourney Weaver! <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> what? I uh, swear, I... Th- okay. It, i'm a little punchy sigourney i thought and i wally? said that already but I, I guessed that already which is why no. it took uh, me so uh, well. sigourney yeah. weavers
0: and wally where
2: yeah she's the voice of the computer which on what what oh on the spaceship okay okay right okay yeah yeah
0: I, I might not have known that and i feel like i knew yeah, a lot about it's wally. totally
3: a reference to alien the ship is is evil mm-hmm. mother mm. mm-hmm. and of course other movies of hers that we have talked about uh, after the ice storm we got alien resurrection ghostbusters 2 Working Girl, Gorillas in the Mist, and Aliens, one of my favorite movies of all time.
0: She's a wonderful yeah. person. That about wraps up the show, everyone. Uh, let us know what you think at lasertimepodcast.com. Once again, uh, many people help executive produce this show at uh, patreon.com slash lasertime. Price of a cup of coffee you can keep your favorite show going. Diana, we get to close out with a favorite song of yours, don't we?
3: We do. Mm. I mean, one of the best... Drunk sing-along songs of all time. For real. Yeah. I'm feeling uh, Biz Marquee, Just a Friend, off the of Biz Never Sleeps, 30 years old this week.
0: I, I don't ha- even have an accurate anecdote, but, like, I'm listening to the radio in 1989, and when this song came on, it was like I got up out of my seat and like, what the fuck is this? This is awesome. <laughs> Whatever this is, this person who's not even trying to sing, is in the video is even better. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And And, and it, it, it screams to a lot of plight of... uh men who don't t- know how to talk to girls in 1989 um, yes Aww. thank you very much uh, th- through the next three decades close out with a little biz and we'll be back next week with hopefully more biz but probably not
4: I rumor picked up and then I called and I said yo who is <laughs> that oh he's just a